Welcome to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Over the next hour, you will learn how to open, free your mind, and overcome the toughest challenges life throws your way on your path to achieving Zen. Now, here is your host, Hitomi. I am so excited to have you, my mentor. I cannot talk about the Zen without him. Here he is, Daigo Ozawa, head abbot of Toko Zenji in Yokohama, Japan. Thank you for joining today. Thank you for having me, Hitomi-san. It's great to be here. Thank you. I normally join your online Zazen session, and yes. we don't talk, of course. We just <laughs> be quiet, meditate. And oh, But I love your Zen talk. Thank you. It's always something inspires me. It's wonderful. I don't think I can live without Zen philosophy. So I really appreciate and I am so excited. I know this is for the show, but for me, it's like a private session. I was yeah. so looking forward yes. to. So my request was about the time because yeah. I always feel like I don't have enough time. Like I am always feel like it's chased by time. And I am sure there are so many people feel that way. Like modern yeah. society is busy, busy, at time ticking, ticking. So that's the theme of today's episode. Jikan, time. But first, I would like to introduce you how we met, how mm-hmm. our first meeting. Yes, five or six years ago, you visit our temple, Toko Zenji. And that was a very special occasion for you because you came to Japan to bring your parents mm-hmm. back to the United States. Yes. I was so busy. It was a moving process. Mm. We were cleaning up everything, all the memories. That was really hard for me to deal with all the pictures. And of course, we could not move everything. So it was really like, oh, like, oh, like, oh. And I wanted to something, a peaceful moment. I read an article or something, and mm. uh, I always wanted to try the Zen meditation right. because I was so busy. I could not find any group meditation mm-hmm. because they have a specific time and day. Then I found you. Not only Japanese, you had an English page, and your Zen session was flexible. Yes. So I called up and your schedule and my schedule met. And that's the first time I went to. Oh, wow. That was such a special time. I still remember the atmosphere, quietness, and the big Mm. dragon on the ceiling. Yes. Yes, I still remember too. We had a really good conversation and uh, we had a nice time together. But uh, Yes. I, what I remember more is that, uh, the email that you sent after you went back to the United States with parents, you wrote me that you are now in the city hall for the administration or something. And then you found out 
you have to wait for like two or three hours. <laughs> yes, oh, that was too busy. It's so noisy, and you're tired. But then you decided to do zazen <laughs> while you're waiting for, mm-hmm. and then you wrote me mm-hmm. that suddenly that memory of Toko Zenji, the time that you spent in, just came up again. Yeah, beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was really that was amazing. <laughs> I can still do that. The very first session I experienced, I can go back in that atmosphere. If I close my eyes and I can go back there, it's just amazing. Yeah. I had a question at that day to you. Yeah. When did you have the uh, moment of enlightenment? How it feels to feel the enlightenment? Because I thought one day I will, I will be enlightened like oh like oh okay i got it so my question since you've been <laughs> training since kid childhood long 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 years <laughs> i thought uh something like uh, enlightenment is da 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 and he's like um <laughs> if i said i'm enlightened i'm not enlightened oh wow because you are so humble and you said no i don't think i'm enlightened <laughs> I'm like, <"What?"> <laughs> of course not <laughs> <laughs> i felt like that's the time i understood i fell in love in philosophy yes right. <laughs> mm. i'm really glad to hear that again <laughs> yes, i would not forget <laughs> So how was your childhood? And please let listener know about yourself a little bit, please. Yes. Thank you. Um, Hitomi-san, you told uh, that I'm an abet of Toko Zenji, but uh, maybe I would say I am a Jushoku, which is uh, in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Jushoku means a person who lives in a temple and who is responsible for running the temple. If you say abbot, uh, my good friend of mine from Canada said abbot is like the top person in the abbey. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I am the only priest here. <laughs> well, of course, my father still sometimes helps, but uh, basically, I'm the only priest here. So mm-hmm. I would say myself like Jushoku in Japanese. And mm-hmm. I have been Jushoku of Toko Zenji since 2019, I think. And uh, since then, uh, I'm in charge of conducting services, sometimes funerals, holding dozen sessions for anyone. Yeah. And uh, also cleaning gardens. <laughs> of course, cleaning the garden as well. And all the administration works as well. So basically, I must do everything myself. Mm. Uh, my father was a Jushok too, because in Japan, monks can marry and have family. Mm. So I am the eldest son of the temple. I grew up in this temple. That's why naturally everybody expected that I will be their successor one day. So there uh-huh. was always certain expectation around me since I was a kid, but uh, I was feeling so uncomfortable with those expectations. I bet. It's a pressure. <laughs> yes. 
But as a uh, kid, you want to know the world, and it's like uh, um, they put the, your road right there. You go this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, disaster, disaster. Yeah, where is my choice? That's、mm-hmm. like it's my life. Why?、Mm-hmm. People around me always talk about my future,、mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. But the good thing was that actually my father or my family never forced me、mm. to take over. So、um, oh wow, was lucky. I had another job before I became a priest. Opportunity to go to abroad to study and to do some volunteering work. And so it was a really good opportunity for me to broaden my perspective. But then later I decided to come back to the temple and to inherit my father's position. Maybe I can talk a little bit later. But、uh, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, there was not much difference compared with other kids, except the environment. <laughs> like <laughs> we live in the temple,、mm-hmm. and there were grave in our garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did your friends respond to your environment? I mean, if I have a friend like that, oh, I would visit every day, and、um, <laughs> it may be not good thing, but that, like hiding out in us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tags, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That happens too. Yeah, always. My friend used to visit here, and、uh, because we have more rooms and、uh, mm-hmm. spaces and、uh, garden, actually, I liked it very much.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes we were too wild and naughty, so <laughs> sometimes we played baseball and football in the Buddha hall. When, oh my gosh!、Uh, yes, when my father was out. Oh.、Uh, <laughs> Wow! Broke the window, glass, sometimes something like that. <laughs> But、wow. that is a good memory. So the <laughs> dragon god's been watching you all those yeah, naughty、exactly. times too. <laughs> And... <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right.、Um... <laughs> But、uh, when I look back my childhood,、mm-hmm. I have to mention about my grandmother. She was a person who lived whole life in the temple. She grew up in a temple family. Her、oh. father, her grandfather, they were all priests.、Oh. And because of that, she always had this deep gratitude and respect to something or someone not visible, you know, like Buddha or ancestors and everyone who made her life possible. I think deep gratitude and respect was always embodied. And manifested on her attitude or daily activities, or even just her entire life itself. And it was a really good lesson for myself, especially prayer and showing gratitude for ancestors. That was very important and shouldn't be missed in any moment for her. So she sometimes told me, "Daigo,、uh, today is my grandfather's memorial day for his death." So. I make special dish for his offering. So can you help cooking?、Mm-hmm. Her grandfather means my great great grandfather.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way,、mm-hmm. or sometimes she said, "Daigo, today is the memorial day of death for great Zen master who founded、mm-hmm. Toko Zenji." So I made special、uh, flower arrangement. Let's make a prayer together. Something like that.、Wow. So that was amazing. 
how she couldn't forget those dates for mm-hmm. the memories mm-hmm. of previous priests, ancestors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she kept us saying, your life is the result of enormous efforts by billions of people. Even just one of them is missing. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have existed now. So you should never take that continuation of life mm-hmm. granted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the memory of my grandma actually occupies big part of my childhood memory. Naturally, I started believing there is something invisible, but that is very important. Mm. Yeah, uh, that was a really special experience for me, my grandmother. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She sounds like a really beautiful person. Mm-hmm. That's right. I remember online session <laughs> around the Obon, the mm-hmm. summertime. You brought up about how we prepare for the Obon and what's behind about this ceremony. I remember you said not only human beings or animals, you said even, I think you said either cockroach or flies or something <laughs> in every single creatures. Yeah. So that's, I think that's another thing. Part I love the Zen philosophy. It's like we are all one. And like your grandma said, nothing can be missed to mm. create this life yeah oh that's so wow what a blessing to have grandma Mm. like that yes oh thank you for sharing (laughs) you know uh she was very angry when we didn't make a prayer for the meal properly before eating in japan we have a custom of saying words as a prayer for the meal which is itadakimasu Mm -hmm. that means i gratefully receive your life And she used to tell us that your life and your health is made of what you eat. And those are all sacrifice of the nature, such as vegetable, crop, fish, meat, and including such a small, you know, insects, Mm -hmm. because those are part of the soil as well. So you should always keep it in your mind. Always remember being grateful for those gifts. Never be disrespectful. If you don't pay respect, it's an equal to insulting your mm. life. That's what she was saying all the time. Wow. I can never miss itadakimasu. <laughs> <laughs> How about your children? I'm trying to say the same thing to them. So that's a big really rule of your family. Yes, that's right. Itadakimasu. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Aww. And the reason why I came back to the temple, decided to become a priest is that I was working in the publishing company in my late 20s. And uh, at that time, there was a financial crisis Mm -hmm. that started in 2008, around that time. That started because of the collapse of Mm -hmm. Lehman Brothers Mm -hmm. in the United States. And it also affected Japan so much. Mm -hmm. So because of this recession, it was like whole society was so stressed, irritated, yeah. frustrated, so much anger and anxiety that somehow I could feel it. I still remember every morning when I take a train, usually in Japan, the train timetable is very, very accurate, right? Mm-hmm. But at that time, almost every day, 
the train was delayed huh. in the morning because always someone dive into the train <gasps> commit a suicide. Oh my! So often, you know. Wow! Often. I didn't yeah. know that. That's quite shock. Yeah, it is. That's right. At that time, it was really hard. Entire society. That's what I felt. I really liked my job, of course, but at the same time, I thought something needs to be changed.、Mm. And then I was often reading the Buddhist books and、uh, the books of Zen wisdom. And then I found the word sentence like this: "You, you are your own strengths, and who else can you rely on but yourself?" Your well-regulated self, well-controlled self, is truly the most precious source of your strengths. That's from Dhammapada. It's a Buddha's word,、mm-hmm. and then it was really great encouragement for myself. And I thought what Buddha said is really amazing,、mm-hmm. and there's a truth in it. But then I gradually started thinking about. The meaning of、uh, what Buddhism can give、mm-hmm. to everyone, what Zen Buddhism can do for the people, especially、mm-hmm. people with full of anger and anxiety. So maybe that was a turning point,、mm-hmm. and finally I decided to to make a decision to go back to the temple. That means that I have to go to the monastery for several years to have Zen training. Yeah, that was a big decision. But I couldn't do the two things at the same time. Did it、That's、take a long time from start thinking about it to finally decided to become a Zen?、Mm-hmm. Well, maybe two or three years. Oh, because、uh, I like my job too. <laughs>、uh, wow! And how was the monastery training? <laughs> yes, it's a completely new life. <laughs> you can imagine. Stay tuned. Let's open that box of Zen. Thank you. See you soon. Follow Voice America at facebook.com/forward/slash/voiceamerica for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. We often hear the word Zen, but what exactly is Zen? The answer is as endless as a bottomless box. The base of a Zen philosophy is a mind capable of fresh thinking, one that is free, not trapped. Tune in to Let's Open the Box of Zen with your host Hitomi to explore how to let go of life's toughest challenges and find your Zen. Let's open the box of Zen Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at VoiceAmerica.com and click Register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. 
Have a question for Hitomi or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Almost no free time for yourself. Everything is in order. So many rules in detail. And there's no comfort at all. Oh. <laughs> there's no entertainment at all, of course. Before I started, I thought I was determined enough. I was ready. I thought I was ready. Mm-hmm. But once it started, I had to face my weakness. Mm-hmm. The real weakness. <laughs> mm-hmm. I realized how weak I was, and then uh, I don't know. I remember so many things that I used to have. I missed so many things. <laughs> I want to sleep. I want to go back to the warm bed. I want to meet my friend, and um, I want to enjoy this, that. That was also difficult. That I already had a family at the time.、Oh. I already had daughter. Oh wow! Wife, so I had to leave them. That was also very、uh, difficult for them too. I'm sure for them too, of course. Yes, they support it. <laughs> wow! Can't stop thinking how my daughter is doing.、Mm-hmm. You know, my wife is doing okay. You know.、mm-hmm. That was also a tough part.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How long was it for training? Altogether, about、uh, almost five years. <laughs> <laughs> like one temple or different temples? Two temples. Four years in Kyoto and one year in Kamakura.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, it was a really necessary path for me, of course. Not only because I need kinds of license.、Mm. <laughs> Also, in my spiritual base, yeah, it's a really great experience.、Mm-hmm. Um, and in a way, it was really sort of luxurious moment that I only face to myself,、mm. only think about myself. Yeah.、Mm. Uh, now、mm. I run the temple. I have to think so many things, including money and finances,、mm. administration. But、mm. at the time. I could just focus on myself,、mm. although physically and mentally, it was tough. Yeah, in a way, it was a very great、mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, that makes me think the time concept.、Mm-hmm. The time when you are in training and time right now—it's like a, in a totally different dimension in a way. I went to Thailand for Qigong immersion to become a, a Yuji's Qigong、mm-hmm. instructor. It was a short compared to your five years, of course.、Mm-hmm. It was like nine days, but same situation. We were from morning to evening only did qigong,、mm-hmm. and those time is like a different. The time goes different way. How do I say? Really, time is how you take it. If you have this perspective. Time ticks so fast. If you have this perspective, time goes longer. The quick, short example is: if you are looking for some special day, birthday or Christmas or Shogatsu, the New Year, 
especially kids, you count, 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 and it doesn't come <laughs> just so long. But if you have a dentist appointment or something, it comes like, oh no, I must have missed it. It's, so the time is really not the same, not just the, you know, the way how clock ticks. <laughs> During the Zazen session, all you have is you and maybe cushion and then time alone yes. with yourself. How do people react to this Zazen meditation time? You sit doing nothing else when you can actually um, post on the Facebook or <laughs> when, you can, when you can do the nail dance for women. But... Um, I would say... Most people, they say they felt it was so short. Usually we sit about 15 minutes to 20 minutes for one session. And we have that session for twice or sometimes even three times. But uh, many of them always says that they felt time passed so quick. And then they even said they wanted to sit even more. Uh, in Japan, actually, when people hear about Zazen, many people think it's like a um, torture or the, the penalty of something that... <laughs> oh, I'm sure you will do. <laughs> yes. But actually, it's not true. <laughs> Zazen is a great comfort. And for me, it's like uh, everything what you do for example, we breathe and we eat, we sleep and uh, we live. We do them because we need it <laughs> to live. <laughs> For me, doing that then is exactly the same thing. I need it for my life. I need it to live healthy life, both physically and mentally. That's why I do Zazen. So I don't really think about if it's too long or if, if it's too short. We have saying that if you do Zazen until the incense in front of you completely burns out, this incense is your Buddha. Mm. If you do Zazen for a day, you will see a Buddha for a day. Mm. If you do Zazen for a year, you will be a Buddha for a year. So, yes, of course, if you do Zazen as a group of people, then mm -hmm. someone has to decide when to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but originally, Zazen doesn't matter the time. You know what I mean? Express their feeling after the Zazen session. Those are the beginners, like who never tried before. Yeah, including beginners. So it must surprise them too. Like, wow, you know, this is not torture. I could <laughs> sit longer. That's right. That's yes. Right. Why do you think that happens? You spend time with yourself and, well, I cannot tell what inside of their mind while they're sitting for the first time, but some reason they felt short. 
the time concept changed because sometimes you don't even can't wait five minutes, 10 minutes, especially when you're on the line, uh, like mm-hmm. robotic voice said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be on the uh, 34th <laughs> pole. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to wait and like, yeah, even three minutes of torture. Mm-hmm. So wh- why you think Zazen changes our time concept while even first timer because i think there's no distraction around mm-hmm. you nothing call you <laughs> mm, basically and... we are too busy that we don't create the time for yourself is that maybe i think so i think so in this busy modern world it's so hard to to find the time truly to face your nature and for them i think this is really a experience of turning point in a way because they realize that how much they were in the middle of so much informations and stuffs but once they sit in the middle of the tranquility quietness without looking at the smartphone without much noise around him or mm. they suddenly start realizing mm. it's only me here sitting mm. and this is everything and what is important is this present moment right mm. here mm. and right now mm. there's no so much opportunity for us to feel in that way in our daily life yeah as you said, we are always being chased by something and we, have, we are too busy to, to fulfill our responsibility or mm. roles. Maybe that's why that's a realize. Mm. Oh. <laughs> um, what do you suggest for people in this always so stressed and feel like always chased by time? What is the best thing to start from? You recommend Zazen session or maybe some wisdom of Zen how to create peaceful time? As a Jushok of Zen temple, uh, <laughs> all I can say is to, it's important to have the opportunity and moment for yourself. I think we are often almost the slave of something including time. Mm. There are many things that we do without much thought and we do almost as duty. We do because that is what we used to do all the time mm-hmm. or what you have been told to do and so on. For instance, I have to do this exercise at least for an hour because that's what instructor said and because I want to lose weight. I have to send message back to my friend because if I keep him wait the answer, then he might be upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I must post the story about my vacation on Facebook end of the day because I want to get many likes. <laughs> <laughs> so these things can happen for anyone. But, mm. but in these cases, you are not the master of yourself. Mm. You are the slave of something being manipulated by something trivial that is one of the main reasons why we feel we have so little time 
Mm. We have less time. But if you are the true master of yourself, if you can listen carefully to your inner voice, if you can have the courage and determination to carry out what you truly want to achieve without being distracted by anything, I think you can see what is the right thing to do and you can be the master of the time as well. Mm. So you will know how to use the time in right way, no matter you are on work or in private. Mm. Then you can decide the true value of the time. Mm. And it is equal to the true value of yourself. So it depends on you can be the master of your time or if you become the slave of the time. Mm. I think it's a huge difference. Yeah. Mm. But of course, whatever you're doing, including houseworks or office works, you can be the master if you are willing to. And that means you can also use time in mm. right way, mm. in right manner, mm. and no waste if you could do that. So, yes, I really recommend to fully, fully live in this moment with mm. what you're doing, mm. with person who are in front of you. Mm. Because that is always a once-in-a-lifetime moment, mm. once-in-a-lifetime mm. opportunity. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, because we never know when it suddenly ends. Mm -hmm. mm. When you go to Zen monastery, mm -hmm. uh, you can see the wooden kinds of thick wooden board called Han. It's hung on the outside wall of Zazen hall. Mm. The one that you see in our online Zazen session. Mm -hmm. Yes that I strike Han with mm -hmm. wooden hammer, mm -hmm. right? And then it's to let everybody know that it is time for some part of the daily routine. It is time for services. It is time for Zaden, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you see it on the board. There's a sentence written. It says that life is to realize the true nature of our life and death. Mm. Our life is always transient and uncertain. Mm -hmm. And death soon comes to all. So you must not waste every second. Mm. You must keep training yourself toward your awakening with all mm. your effort. Mm. That's what it says. So when I saw it's written, I felt like it was a harsh reminder or important lesson. If you take everything happens in your daily life for granted, without realizing how precious each moments are, the death soon comes to you very mm. soon because time passed so quick. Mm. The life is the time and the time is the life. So mm. we can never be sure mm. that there is a new morning coming when you mm. wake up next time. Mm. There is no guarantee that another month is coming or mm. another year is coming. Mm. Uh, so this circumstance is equal to anyone, no matter 
of rich or poor status mm-hmm. or educational background. It's equal mm-hmm. to anyone. Mm-hmm. Everybody dies one day. Again, what matters is how grateful you can be in given circumstance mm-hmm. or how much you can appreciate what you are experiencing in given environment. Mm-hmm. I think that is a key to be real master of the time. You always said enjoy at this moment, not the past, not the future, but at this moment. So maybe what we need to do is not expecting granted what the future is going to fold or cut how sad or how happy that life was, but just this time, this moment, how much you can enjoy. Is that the probably the best thing we can do? Depends on what you experience. Sometimes you feel it's so painful or Mm -hmm. you feel so sad, hard Mm -hmm. to accept. Maybe those experiences become the nourishment of yourself one day. Sometimes it takes time to really accept, but we have to believe that all experiences is precious Mm -hmm. and meaningful. So what I mean, what I say, this present moment is important, is that no matter if you feel happy or if you feel sad. You must experience so often to encounter some of the people who visit temple for Mm -hmm. any reasons with heavy heart, sadness, or sufferings. How do you think of this grieving time? Maybe like a time can heal them. It's just like you said, no matter how hard, you still have to know and how to take as a precious moment, give you a lesson or something. I mean, if time can heal those heart scars, breathing heart. Well, I think all of us have at least one or two wounds, of course, or mm-hmm. of course, even more. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Stuck in a state of being that holds us back from creating the life we truly desire. Regardless of your own blocks or limitations, imagine an easier way to get unstuck and move forward with your life. On this show, Jason Hopkins shares his practical next right step approach that will move you toward the life you really want. You too can be steps from getting the abundance, love, support, and fulfillment your heart desires. Get unstuck. Move forward with your life with Jason Hopkins. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Have a question for Hitomi or her guests? 
Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. And sometimes you might feel it is being healed so quickly, or you might feel it will never get healed until you die. But sadly, that is the way as it is. When we have such an overwhelming absurdity, or when we suffer with huge hardship, we feel so powerless, and we feel almost there is nothing we can do but just to pray. We should understand that it's that is also the truth of our life. It mm-hmm. is unavoidable. Mm-hmm. I do believe human beings also have enough strength to live with any pains and wounds. So we know there are many tough things, but we can still try. Why don't we smile at least for mm. today? Mm. At least for today. Mm. We never know what happens tomorrow, but mm. why don't we make of yourself a guiding light, at least mm. for today? Mm. So if we live each one day in that way, eventually it will be a month, it will be a year, and eventually an entire life. What is important is how you live in this present moment, right now and right here. Mm-hmm. And we just continue that that mm. attitude and mindset. Mm. That's all matters, I think. Have you ever experienced yourself? You know, you're human, so you must have had some heartbreaking incidents in your life. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, of course. And then I can never forget, never forget. And then oh. and I think I don't need to forget. <laughs> mm. I don't need to overcome this pain because, mm. yeah, it's also uh, sometimes it's give me an opportunity to really reflect myself and give an opportunity to being humble. And it's a whole life lesson, mm. you know, it keep being so lifeful in myself all the time. That's mm. important not to forget about it. It's important mm. to feel the pain sometimes. Mm. That's the evidence that I have the strength to live mm. with. If I lose all those feelings and emotions, I would say, at the time, I'm dead already. <laughs> mm. uh, sometimes when the pain is so strong, uh, you almost want to get a shield, close your heart and like, kind of protect. What do you think of that? Do you think that is okay to do? And if it's okay to do, we can take time as much as we want, or rather you still keep open your heart even just a little bit to feel that pain. I mean, there is no one answer. This is good. This is bad. Of course not. But like yourself, you said you experienced it too. So mm-hmm. what was in your mind as a Zen monk? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do believe that we all have uh, enough strength to accept all pains and wounds. But at the same time, it's a natural response 
of our mind that, okay, that's enough. I cannot accept anymore. I cannot receive anymore.、Mm-hmm. And I think it's a message、mm-hmm. from something great, or you can even say Buddha. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Now it's time to take care of yourself. You have to show your compassion to yourself.、Mm. It's a sign. And I think we should respect that.、Mm. Take enough、mm. time for yourself.、Mm. That can happen to anyone.、Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a mindset of Buddhist view, middle path.、Mm. Like sometimes you need to harshly encourage yourself. Come on. You know who you are? What is your true name? Who are you? But at the same time, sometimes you need an opposite attitude.、Mm. You will be okay. Don't worry. Everything is going to be fine. It's time to rest.、Mm. It's time to take good care of yourself.、Mm. Then we should do that.、Mm. You know, we have to find a good balance.、Mm. That's the meaning of middle path, going middle path.、Mm. And that's what Buddha told us. We shouldn't always go to the extreme way only、mm. because our mind is、mm. like a weather sometimes.、Mm. It's fine day, sometimes it's rainy, it's cloudy,、mm-hmm. sometimes、mm-hmm. it's stormy.、Mm-hmm. Never stay in the same、mm-hmm. condition.、Mm-hmm. That's natural. Even Buddha.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even Buddha? Of course, of course, he had anger, he had a thrust. Really? He knew how to deal with it, how to live with it. Which part of study I. Can find out about the Buddha's anger. That would interest me really. Because <laughs> I would love to love to know that part. <laughs> yeah. So, one of the time concepts, and of course, the healing path, I think for you, even 15 minutes to meditation is not that long at all, but one minute meditation, three minutes meditation. What do you think of that trend? It's still、mm. good because at least you take time for one minute or three minutes. But it's your idea for those trends almost. Before I talk about it, I have to say all I can tell is about Zazen, to be honest. I'm not、yes. really familiar with any other kinds of meditation,、mm-hmm. other, other types of meditation.、Mm-hmm. So、please forgive me that I can only talk about Zazen. Sure. And、uh, um, yes, I think as I already told you, all I can say is I do Zazen because it's necessary. Like I breathe, I eat, I sleep.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And in my opinion, if you practice meditation just for stress reduction or way to develop your performance,、mm-hmm. uh, you are just Using meditation as painkiller.、Mm. You know? mm. It's like you go jogging 
because you only want to lose your weight mm-hmm. and not for your health. <laughs> If that is a purpose, no wonder you start wanting to achieve easier and faster. Well, it might treat well only a little while, but it doesn't long.、Mm. Yeah. It doesn't really treat or heal or disease,、mm. does it? So I think it shouldn't be a matter of efficiency, not a matter of taking long time or only short time.、Mm. So I know, I know I don't stop doing Zazen until I die. Just like I breathe, eat until、mm-hmm. I die.、Mm-hmm. So actually, I never thought about <laughs> time efficiency, but、mm-hmm. I understand everybody's so busy with so many things that they have to follow up. So naturally, people start thinking about efficiency. But、uh, mm-hmm. in a way, we are too busy.、Uh, we are required to adapt to. New technology all the time,、mm-hmm. way、mm-hmm. of thinking, new、mm-hmm. environment,、mm-hmm. one after another. <laughs> There are too many things to follow up.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really important to, to live in a simple manner,、mm-hmm. to get rid of trivial stuff, unnecessary、mm-hmm. things.、Uh, then you would realize it's not important to do something. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there are so many things that take a long time to really understand, to really accept what it really means.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes whole life really to understand.、Mm-hmm. And Zazen is like that. It's a whole life practice, never ends.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> I really liked you said the painkiller. I think I got it. <laughs> It's a conditioning. If there's a conditioning, that is not your, that's a purpose. So I guess when you make a purpose, it's not a, like I, I love your、um, Zen talk and you bring s up a lot of times moon or flowers. They are not blooming because they want you to say, oh, beautiful, sun or moon. There's no conditioning. They just be there.、Um, for you, Zazen is like moon or blooming flower. But when you come to a one minute meditation, would it be just a tool? There's a conditioning because I want to do this. I want to achieve this. So that's a huge difference, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. Thank you. Yes. The painkiller. <laughs> I'm not saying that one minute meditation is a bad thing or. No, I don't some, know. Sometimes, yeah,、mm-hmm. this one minute can be a really great. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if there's no conditioning and if you like one minute, it would be your moon and.、Um, yeah, exactly. Th- So, just a totally different concepts.、Yep. Wow, thank you so much. And I know it's so late for you, but I was surprised how quickly time passed. I guess、yeah, the time passed so quickly <laughs> when you are enjoying each moment. Would you like to tell the listeners where we can find you?、Oh, okay. Yes, we, 
Tokozenji have the website in English. And if you want to join from your place, we have the online session. I organize the session once or twice a month. It starts at nine o'clock in, in Japan time. That means morning time in United States. It's a wonderful community that people joining from many different places, including Europe and Asia and such a diverse nationalities as well. And it's so nice to, to see people doing Zazen. We feel so united. Uh, this online session is he kindly offer free and really easy to register. So over 100 people every yes. single session joins all over the world. Yeah, it's a really beautiful moment. And I give short Dharma talk between two sessions. I explain both in Japanese and English. So uh, I'm doing my best. <laughs> How about so, uh, any social platform? Um, we have Facebook uh, and Instagram too. <laughs> but uh, um, I post it very less. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and if anyone uh, wants to visit your temple, your temple is in south of Yokohama, and it's about one hour from Tokyo by train. It's a very quiet uh, area. Tokozenji is in the middle of the local community. It's you have a live session uh, for Zazen and as well as some um, activities. Twice a month, we also have a Zazen session, a group of people visit here. And, and also we have the Sutra Coping session too, mm -hmm. but just without any purpose, just visiting here, it's also welcome. Oh, great. Just to feel the environment. It has definitely some tranquility in there. Once you step, so Celine, like a separated world, <laughs> like mm -hmm. a fairy land in a way. I think because you yourself cares all each flowers and trees and so much work you put with your heart. And I can feel that with your ancestors and of course Buddha and the dragon on the ceiling. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful. So I hope the listeners, if you have a chance, visit Togo Zenji Temple and online session. One day you're going to join us. <laughs> I'll be there every single time as much as possible. <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much for today. I really enjoyed. It was um, wonderful to see your face and to hear your voice. Oh, uh, Thank you so much. I know it's late, so please have a nice, good, restful night and see you next online session. Yes, hopefully see you soon. Arigatouzaimasu. Oyasumi nasai. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. We hope today's episode has helped you transcend your limiting beliefs and bring Zen into your heart. Tune in next week for more helpful tips. We'll see you Zen. <laughs>